Hey, we're back. Welcome back, everybody, to the Patrick Podcast. Oh my goodness, folks, we're still in the anniversary week. Last week, April 1st, was our two-year anniversary. Let's go. (laughs) What in the world? You know, we we here on the show. We're excited. It's two years. Hey, Pat. Hey. Happy birthday. <laughs> yes. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. We. I, I mean, if we were really on top of the game, we would have like this many hours were had in conversation and all those analytics. But no, you just get this episode. So yeah, if only we were on top of it. <laughs> Look, we're on top of it in the sense of, like, the thing is still a thing. So this is exciting. You know, podcasting is such an interesting world. Uh, It's fun. It's challenging. It's it's all the things. And it's it's just endless. And but mostly this is just it's just a fun thing. And maybe one day we'll be rich and famous. That's fine. If we were if you all the listener wants to make us rich and famous we are not we i won't resist it i will not resist i will go willingly (laughs) but this week's episode special episode david rubio who was on the show a little earlier uh last year actually year number two 2020 david rubio interviews me so i heard from many of you who really enjoyed david rubio's episode and said, hey, you know what? He would be a great person to interview me because we've known each other for years and years, and it's a fun conversation. I He even, there is a potential Oprah moment in the show. So that's just a little teaser for you. <laughs> I got Oprah on my own show. I'm supposed to be the one that Oprah's people, not me be Oprah, which, you know, you'll, you'll see. You'll, you will... You will realize the moment when it's happening. But anyway, I will get... You know, well, I, go ahead. That, that, that makes me think, you know, like, if rich and famous isn't the end game here, maybe we can get to at least the status of Patrick becoming a verb. Oh, I like that. You know what I mean? Because, like, Oprah, you just verbed Oprah. I verbed because Oprah. Of, because of the level she's at. Maybe that should be the goal. Let's That's get my it to goal. Where Patrick becomes a verb. That's a good goal. I think that's a fair goal to to be verbed. <laughs> Just choked on my Topo Chico there. Sorry. <laughs> oh, also in other news, speaking of that. So, you know, I have not been a big fan of sparkling water. I'm just... You know, like the, uh, what's the main one? Now um, I've got to keep myself choking in the episode because otherwise it's going to be so random. <laughs> <laughs> no, I yeah, sure. But, you know, I, so remember some, some people love like, uh, what's the main sparkling water? It's LaCroix. Uh, LaCroix. Yeah. I don't like it. You can be at me in the mentions. That's fine. I don't like it. But I found a sparkling water that I like. Waterloo. What is it? Waterloo. Oh, yeah. Waterloo's great. Oh, my goodness. Waterloo. Waterloo and Spindrift are my two favorites. I've not had the Spindrift, but I'll try it. It's good. 
but I love Waterloo. Like I am, like I'm about to go buy some Waterloo right now because it's so good. The black cherry is way more fruit forward. Ooh, yeah, I'm into that. What is that one called again? Spindrift. So Spindrift or Waterloo. If you hear this, (laughs) (laughs) even though he hasn't had Spindrift. Feel free to sponsor. Feel free to sponsor us. <laughs> we'll do it blindly. We'll go in on a blind sponsorship. Yeah, blind sponsorship. I don't know your ethics. I don't know what you've been up to. But you know, sure, let's do it. You know, that'd be fun. So anyway, loving that Waterloo sparkling water. That's great. Also, folks, if you haven't already checked out the website, it's a really good website. Matt Fungafat which uh, his birthday's here uh, this first of the month of April, um, is the designer and webmaster. He did a great job. Uh, but the website is called patrickpodcast.com, patrickpodcast.com. And in there, there's a little Patrick's Picks, which are some of my favorite books and podcasts, Nashville spots, and music. Guess what? Weezer's at the top of that list, of course. Of course, speaking of music, we're going to have to, here's what's going to come up this, in this next year. We're going to do, I think we're going to do two kind of episodes. One in the future is real soon. We're going to do a Bonnaroo set, a Bonnaroo uh, um, lineup episode. We're going to talk about the new Bonnaroo because Bonnaroo is happening this fall and I'm excited for Bonnaroo. I love Bonnaroo. So we're going to do a Bonnaroo episode and we're still going to do a Dungeons and Dragons episode. I've been teasing you all about it, and it's going to happen. And it's going to be great. I have some really good ideas for that. But anyway, enough. This intro is too long. We're too long in the intro. I'm sorry, everybody. But it's the two-year anniversary. So it's, it's a little bit, you know, a little bit longer, a little bit juicier. Um, but let's check in with Ben. Ben, what's up? What are you up to? Patrick, I... Uh... I'm a little tired right now, but I'm um, I'm good. It's been uh, it's been a busy week here at the studio. Nice. So uh, I'm just glad we found some time to get in this episode. Yeah, but, that's yeah. Great. There's a lot of a lot of cool stuff uh, happening here. If you're a fan of Maroon Five, you should listen to their album that comes out in a few weeks here. That's all I'll say. Ooh, I like that. That's good. The new music lately has been coming, has been popping. Lots of new good music's out there. So, well, there's one more that's uh, really good. <laughs> well, good. We'll make sure to check that out. All right, folks. Thanks again for all the support. I love you. Coming soon, Patreon pages, all that good stuff, so you can truly start supporting us. So we can become rich and famous. But until then. Check out this episode with David Rubio and I. Again, I so appreciate your support. Keep sharing and showing the love. I truly, 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 truly appreciate it. Thanks so much and enjoy this episode. Peace. Hey, <laughs> welcome back, everybody. <laughs> I'm here with podcast host. new favorite podcast host. Well, you're, am I hosting? Well, I, I mean, I I'm, still, host. I'm still the host. 
Well, I mean, I, we're not calling this one David <laughs> or Rubio this one episode because I got a guest. I got a guest that these people need to hear from. I'm this a, is a spinoff within the within the current. Yeah, series. I thought I was gonna get to host. Well, you are. You are the host, but I'm still the host. <laughs> okay, <laughs> italicized. But welcome back. This is our two year anniversary. That's amazing. I can't believe how many podcasts you've done in two years. I can't either. <laughs> oh my goodness. So it's so April first is the official day that we launched the podcast. April Fool's Day, which is just I thought it was too funny to not <laughs> to, to not pick that as the date is. <laughs> that is so great. So I thought it'd be good to do another uh yeah. person get to interview me. I am so excited that I get to interview you. Yeah. Uh, this will be the, is this the third time we've been on a podcast together? I think so. We we did my podcast and yes. then we did your podcast. Yep. Yep. Oh man, just think of the places we could go with this two year anniversary <laughs> podcast. There's a lot of places. Yes. There's yes. a there's a lot of things and and unknown. We could go to unknown places. What were we talking about before I clapped? Oh. What was? <laughs> I oh. don't remember. Oh, oh, oh! I'm saying okay. So, here's my question. Before you clapped, <laughs> here's my question. Here's my question. You know, wait, I'm I'm asking the question. Well, I'm sure, yes, you'll get to your questions. <laughs> All right, you got here, the question here, baton. You're gonna hand it. Yeah, to me I'm gonna in hand a few it. Minutes. Here's my here's my just a general question okay. for both of us. An establishing question. <laughs> establishing question. No, COVID vaccines are rolling out. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they're rolling Absolutely. out. Absolutely. Uh, you know, and you know, some people are saying like, you know, I don't want to get it. It's fine. That's your business. Do what you got to do. It, 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 it's, it's, but here's, here's my thing. So there, there's been the conversation of like, oh, if these establishments make it to where you have to have a vaccine to go and yeah. eat or shop there, then I'm not going to go and eat and shop there. And I was like, oh, okay. Interesting. So my question is, Ooh, I like this. What if Chick-fil-A says, yeah. you got to have a vaccine yeah. to get Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Cause I was eating an ice cream <laughs> cup, cup before we got here. That's, That's what sparked the this. That's the secret. <laughs> yeah. There's Chick-fil-A a handful says. of businesses. Well, first of all, I mean, I'm getting a vaccine. I can't wait to get a vaccine. Sure. Uh, I've been on vaccine finder several times oh, in the yeah. last few days, trying to find one a little closer to my home. I, and I can't seem to get the Kroger app or the Kroger website to work. And this, Shocking. I'm not trying to ba- bash Kroger. I <laughs> no, promise. We love a Kroger, <laughs> but it just, I haven't been able to get it to work. Yeah. So, uh, but no, uh, yeah. Chick-fil-A <laughs> is a guaranteed, guaranteed I'm getting, I'll do what it takes I'll do twice to keep those to. nuggets r- coming. Now. I get the same thing every time I go. What's your order? 12 nuggets. Yeah. Or sometimes eight nuggets, but fried nuggets, waffle fries, and an ice cream cone or cup. Wow. Yeah, because they don't do cones anymore during the coronavirus. But did you know that Chick-fil-A across the street from us is one of only a handful of Chick-fil-A's in the country that allows indoor seating? What? Yes. Yes, very few. We're incredibly lucky. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's huh, amazing. Yeah, so you can't do if you if you drive go on a road trip and you and you do your mobile app to order at a Chick Fil A in East Tennessee or in Alabama or Georgia or wherever South Carolina, you can't choose carryout. 
You have to do curbside pickup. You have to do curbside pickup. Or drive-through. Those are your only two options. Huh. And here you you can do- You can go inside. Yes. I mean, early on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's been open for a long time. Yeah, it has. Uh, So Chick-fil-A, you know, obviously Joey's House of Pizza, (laughs) we covered that last time on the podcast. But I'll say, you know, if- if the Regal Cinema or, oh. or, 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 you know, any of these cinemas will Absolutely. open up for vaccinated only, I w- that would do it. I, I'm ready to go back in the theater, man. I need to be the theaters badly. I really am. Badly. Now, I, you know, I, I enjoyed a little the Snyder Cut release. Wait, on you, enjoyed the, you enjoyed the Snyder Cut? I loved it. <laughs> yes. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Yes, I loved okay. it. Okay, plead the case. For, for for the Snyder Cut, because yeah. I mean, it's gotten a lot of like side well, eyes and not great. Well, I, okay. Takes. Well, first of all, back up. You know, I'm, I'm I uh, I watched three thousand forty two minutes of Marvel movie MCU right. last summer, so I was a Marvel guy until just recently. I went to lunch with a former youth grouper, Kevin Reed. Yeah, who said he asked me once again, "Have you seen Man of Steel?" I said, "No, I just don't." He said, okay, we're not going to lunch again until you watch Man of Steel. <laughs> and I'm like, I got to I gotta keep the lines of communication open with Kevin. So I was like, I, done. I'll watch Man of Steel. Yeah. So I watched it. I watched Batman, Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice, uh, Ultimate Edition, which they tell you to watch. Oh. And then I watched Justice League, which... The original, first the, one. Yeah, the, yeah, the one that came out in 2017. And it was, it was just, it was not good. No. I mean, it was trash. Yeah. Uh, so the new one that came out, obviously very long, but I liked it so much better. Um, it, com- it completed and continued storylines that had begun in BVS that were totally dropped out of the 2017 version. I think my main, the thing that I liked the most about this new Snyder Cut and it's actually not the Snyder Cut. They're, they're, it's the Zack Snyder Justice League is what they're calling it. Because right. I think there is a you know, Snyder Cut refers to what he had on his laptop oh, when he left Warner Brothers. Okay. And Josh Whedon came in. Uh, and he would show that to friends when they would come over to his house uh, on his laptop. <laughs> the, 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 the unfinished, the unfinished. version of, wow. of the original uh, storyline. Anyway, we get so much more Cyborg. Character development, family, heart, and we see his actual face. the The football player, the actor, we see him more in the original uh, Justice League. You, you know, you never see it. You almost never see his face because no. you know yeah. they just cut most of his storyline out. And the same thing goes for the Flash. Those two characters were huge in the Snyder in the in the new Zack Snyder version, and I loved them. I loved that they got rid of. The the family at the, the Chernobyl family or whatever it sure. was that was being chased by the you know right right um, I, I I liked you know I like that Darkseid is in this version um, it it's just a much more complete okay. film all right That's and a good I case. hear that you know people are slamming on different aspects of it but but man I loved it I thought it was great I don't know how we got on that <laughs> oh movies, movies. movies. I want to get back yeah want to get back to movies that's right yes yes back to so movies. what would it be for you you, you, you oh, know oh man if, yeah, I mean, if you were on the fence about being vaccinated but a certain business yes. or company or product said only if you're vaccinated yeah probably every coffee shop if coffee shop <laughs> said you can no longer sit in a coffee shop without it done um. In and out, I'm done. I'm I'm in. 
movies. Probably the big thing for me is traveling. I love to travel. I love to get on an airplane yeah. and travel. Yeah. I love car travel too, but I also love, love, love plane travel, whether it's domestic or international. I love traveling. So those kind of spaces, like if the mall said it, like I'd be like, I'm fine. I don't need to go in the mall again, ever again. That's totally fine. You know, um, but yeah, I would say most things. I'm a person that likes to be in public spaces. I'm a big public space Music festivals. Yeah. If Bonnaroo told me like I cannot go to Bonnaroo without it, it's I, happening. It's happening. I'll Dude, be when there. When did they release the news? Did they announce today? They announced the lineup today. They've been saying that okay. it's going to be happening okay. in September anyway. So you've known for a while. You you would do. Will you be back? Absolutely. Have you ever missed? I mean, since you started oh, going. Yeah, I've missed a few times. Maybe I've missed a few times. Is it the best of the music festivals? Um, I would say it is. So there's only a few that are like it. And what I mean by that is, those of you who go to music festivals know exactly what I mean, is that there are a few that you can like stay, like camp out on the grounds of the music festival. You know, so that's all about. So Bonnaroo kind of has, it to me, does it so well. Now, granted, I've not been to Coachella. Uh, Coachella. I've not been to Electric Forest, so I haven't been to some of these other yeah. larger scale festivals that do the camping on site. But I just adore Bonnaroo now, and I was like a like a resistance resistant to Bonnaroo for a long time, and then finally I went, and I absolutely loved it because I loved the uh, the experience, like the people that I met. The you know, it kind of has this radiate radiate positivity. Like that's kind of one of the big themes of Bonnaroo, like that everyone show up ready to you're in it together be happy and to be in this thing together to help yeah. one another take care of each other it's a beautiful i've never space. been to a music festival that i know yeah. of some people don't like them i get it it's a lot of people it's, if you're not into heaps of people in 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 any capacity like music festivals too much Best music festival, like individual year of a music festival you've ever been to? I would say it was the Bonnaroo year that Paul McCartney was the headliner. Was it because of the lineup? Yeah, it was the lineup and the people that I went with that year. It was just like an all around, like amazing festival. And seeing Paul, I mean, there's no one like Paul McCartney when it comes to, I, I, I wasn't ready. Really? I wasn't. I, I've seen a lot of bands yeah. live, and that's one of the best shows I have ever seen wow. in my life. So big shout out to Paul McCartney. So what is the best show? <laughs> I mean, not, not necessarily music festival. It was Bonnaroo 2013. That's okay, when was. 2013 was yeah. your favorite music festival. Right, yeah. So best show ever, music show. Uh, it would have to be my first Weezer show. Your first ever Weezer show? First ever Weezer show. You were in college? I was in college. It was my sophomore year of college. So this is post-Pinkerton. I mean, where are we in the Weezer? What year? What what album? We are on the other side of Green Album at this point. Okay. Oh, we're 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 in break of Green Albums is a Green Album is like coming out or out at this point. Okay. Yeah. That's right. It came out. It was already out at this point. So we're in between Green and Maladroit is when this is happening. Um, but mostly right after Green. Why so, that show? How many times? Because you've seen Weezer. Weezer's oh, your favorite band. my you've seen favorite band. Dozens of times? Oh, d- too many. Yes, dozens of times. Dozens like, of times. Lot, why? Many, many, so many the, times. why the first? <laughs> so the, it was just, that's just how it happened. So I never got to see Weezer 
when they were touring on Blue Album or Pinkerton. Like I, I had been listening to them as a high schooler, but like I did not, I was not able to yeah. go because like my first concert. They didn't come youth. to Chattanooga. No, they were not coming to Chattanooga. <laughs> <laughs> my first concert was DC Talk in Chattanooga. Like that was my first concert. Hey, I'm down with the DC Talk. <laughs> Always will be. Right, right. It was great. It was great. And so it was sophomore year. We got in the car. Did not. We did. This was before. You had maps on phones before right. smartphones. You got a Ram McNally. We didn't have that. We said we we know that Columbus, Ohio is north. So we're gonna drive north. And quite a bit east. <laughs> yeah. It's quite a bit yeah, east. Yeah, quite a bit east. Us. But we were like, we just gotta go straight up. So yeah. let's just go straight up and we'll and we'll <laughs> see signs on how to get to Ohio. So we went to Columbus, Ohio to see them. Uh, and it was Weezer, Tenacious D. <laughs> Jimmy Eat World. That was the show. That was the show. And we went. It was me, Lee Cook, Dave Clayton, uh, Jason Parker, and Ryan Edwards. And all so, of, some Mixler boys. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Um, so we all went, and we fit that, all of us, in my, at the time, Nissan Altima. No, sorry. My mistake. Nissan Sentra. Smaller car. <laughs> yes. Smaller car. White Nissan Sentra. It was like a 96 Nissan Sentra. And at the time that we went, I had no brake pads. <laughs> so we drove them. But how did you end up driving this tiny vehicle with no brake pads? Nobody had a better car? So Good gas mileage, this Good Sentra. gas mileage. So Dave and Lee, both at the time, were driving Jeeps. Couldn't uh-huh. take their yeah. car. Ryan drove a truck. Couldn't take his car. Jason had only other possible car, but he would go back and forth to Pensacola all the time. So he was like, I'm not putting the miles on my car. So that left the Nissan Sentra with no brake pads <laughs> driving from Nashville to Columbus, Ohio. Best oh, show ever. That, that is that. I love, I love hearing that. Now, on your podcast, have, have you, how many amazing Weezer concert stories have you told on your podcast? And you know what I'm referring to. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I've ever. I don't think I've ever told it on the podcast. <laughs> Is there any way I can get you to tell this story and just embellish? Like, tell the truth, but give it to us. Is it? I mean, it's the two-year anniversary. You've had a good run. Yeah, you know, if that's this, true. Now think okay. about it. Uh, think yeah, about okay. it. Okay. Yeah. I, look, I, I, I'll tell it. I'll tell the story because I tell it to everybody that I meet. You know, because <laughs> this is this is part. Of, I want to set this up now. I, I, you and I traveled to a Weezer show that we did together. It was a great show. Louisville, that was a great Kentucky. show. That was a great show, mainly because we got to hang out with Justin Lankus. I love hanging out with Justin Lankus. <laughs> Shout out, Justin. So fun. Yeah, state <laughs> champion pole vaulter Justin Lankus hosted us. Uh, we had a great trip. And the reason I, I got that for my birthday one year. That's for right. One year, my birthday present for my family was a trip to see Weezer with you. That's so funny. Had never paid. I mean, I don't go to concerts. I could not believe how expensive <laughs> tickets were. It's awesome. It's, yeah, especially it was so worth so it. Great. I spent most of my concert watching you watch the Weezer show. <laughs> and I love Weezer. But you were a different person. Yeah. And I'll say the reason I wanted that for my birthday was because of the story you're about to tell. Because you told me this story when we were on a road trip together 
to a to a undisclosed location. Still undisclosed. I'm still undisclosed. <laughs> One and day. you told me this story, and at that moment, it was I was like, I've got to go to a Weezer show with you, so give it to us. Okay, so uh, again, this happened, <laughs> a lot happened sophomore year, honestly. <laughs> Very transformative year of my life. Sophomore year of college? Year now, of was college. this, this, this wasn't, this was No, a, this is before. Okay. Yeah, so this is, at, and this is after that yeah, show. Yeah. So this is like the next semester. So this was, so that first show happened near the end of like fall semester. Where did you sit at the first show? The first time you saw them in Columbus? It was on the floor. I was in the middle of the floor. Okay. And the, so you guys the, got, had good seats. had good seats on the floor and like che- tickets were not near as, as expensive to sit on the floor then as they were now. And, and sophomore year you were 02? This is 02? Yeah, yeah. Probably like 01, 01, 02. 02 okay. Yeah. And so, um, at the end of that show, they ended with Only in Dreams, my favorite Weezer song on a, on a record. And they played Only in Dreams, and this metallic confetti fell down. And as it was falling down, it was like a dream to me, and I started weeping. <laughs> <laughs> I started weeping. I started crying because I was so happy. I've cried at two experiences in life, that experience and, and riding the Millennial Force at Cedar Point. <laughs> I cried for pure joy because that was the best roller coaster I'd ever been were, on in my life. Were you sitting beside me or Jordan House I can't or remember. Jordan Bates or Dallas it was, Simmons? Well, it was one, of, one. It was either you or Jordan House, but oh. that was I teared up at the end because it was such a beautiful roller coaster. That roller coaster is so smooth. So smooth. I was Millennium like, Force. I was like, that is the best thing I've ever been in my life. It was incredible. A sublime experience. <sighs> so you're having a dream. You're weeping. Yeah. At, and that's at the, balls yeah, and at the first show. At the first show. And, so, you, and you make the decision. You're like, I'm going to go every chance every, I get. Every chance I get now. Yeah. So they come to Nashville and we decide we're going to skip class and we're going to stand out in line all day because the way that the shows work then was, uh, and they still work like this sometimes, is that you just sometimes you just buy a ticket and it's general admission, mm-hmm. and and you or it's like certain sections are general admission yeah. within you, the section. Yeah, within the section, the you first sit, to get there. Yeah. You, get, you sit wherever you want to the first to get there, and so we're like we want to be up front, want to be up close at the front row, like ready to rock out. Yeah. So we do that. We skip class. We stand in line all day. We're eating snacks we're drinking sodas we're like you know just being goofy college guys and like you know meeting people you know all sort of <laughs> shenanigans everybody's they, friends everybody's friends show, right? everybody's in, friends in, right whether you're in line yeah. or in in the arena so then we they open up the doors we rush into the doors and we get to the front row and i get to the front rail at the this is a municipal <laughs> auditorium yeah. i'm so sorry municipal auditorium <laughs> So I get to the front rail. I'm like, perfect. First band starts. It's awesome. But this room is packed. It is like packed, sold out. Well, Municipal's not that big. It's not that big of a place already. And it's like, it's just sold out. It's sold out. And so I'm like, this is packed. This is awesome. And so I'm on the rail. We're rocking out. It's great. First band ends. And we're in the in-between. You know, they're doing the, the band changing like this the set yeah. the the band setup change between everything. the first band and, and the, the second, second band? band that's right between the so first weezer and, is going to be the third band yeah. yeah oh actually this may have happened after the second band okay so i think it was after now i'm thinking about it, it may have been after the second band <laughs> so they're getting ready they're changing things up getting ready for weezer to come on i think because now i think it was the second band so in that moment in the like in between i say 
to myself, oh no. Now, here's the thing. I did go with a bunch of people, but we got like, we decided to like spread out so that we could all be on the front rail. So like they're close by, but not like nearby. You're not standing by a friend. I'm not standing by a friend. Like I'm kind of in my own little area with like random people. And so um, I say, oh no, I have to pee. And I said, this is not good. I said, oh, okay. Patrick, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Now, everyone would say, um, well, it's easy, Patrick. You yeah. you go to the bathroom. And I said, okay, <laughs> that is an option. I was like, my options are. That's an option. <laughs> I could leave my spot and go to the bathroom in the back and never get to the front again. Like, I am, I am in the back for the rest of the show. There's no way you could have squeezed your way back I'm to a, the front. I'm a tallish, like, black man. I'm not... <laughs> I'm not some <laughs> tiny human that can just kind of like weave to the front. Like I'm not making it back up front. So I said, I could either leave my spot, go and pee, but I'll be sitting in the back for Weezer and that would be devastating. Or I could pee right here. <laughs> Wait, so hold, just holding it for another hour and no, a half wasn't an option. I'm not, I'm past the point of holding it. <laughs> if someone say, Oh, did you have like a, 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 a cup or a, a, and a bottle or something. Everybody was like, no, I didn't have any beverages at this point. Cause we did all the soda drinking <laughs> earlier in the story. So we were not, we were all, we were, we fine. We were snacked up. We were fine. We were yeah, fine. Yeah. <laughs> and so I didn't have that. And I was like, well, I th- I'm going to, I'm going to do it. And that's what I did. <laughs> I stood there in my jeans and I You're just, and I'm in jeans and I, and I just peed my pants and I just peed, I just peed my pants and, and that was, and I was like, I feel great now. Um, because in that mindset, you're just like, you have to, when you're, if you're, if you're in that, you just have the, you just give yourself to that moment. And, and I was like, well, there you go. And so. There was a puddle because there was a lot. And so the there was a girl behind me who's like, what happened down there? And I was like, I don't know. I guess someone spilled a drink. And I just, because I knew that if I called attention, the security guys are going to yoist me out of the out of the section and throw me out shame in shame you you out of the section so, i was like i can't did you did you try to inch your way away from the puddle oh sure i did but i felt bad so i like didn't go too far it's like i don't want anybody like else to be bothered by this how so, long how many minutes give me give give us an estimated number of minutes where you kind of Sweated it out, thinking you were going to be exposed as the mad urinator. <laughs> oh, I knew I wasn't going to be exposed at all. You knew? I had full confidence. You knew nobody no was going to smell no one, it and no. think it has to be this guy who's standing in the it's puddle. It's packed in this room. It's like college students and like teen, like 
People are like, oh. it's just musty. You know, you've been to a, it's just a, it's already a musty smell. So, so it, it doesn't, yeah, there's, you, there's fog the, machines. Yeah. The transition from I just peed to Weezer's about to come yeah. on took no time no at all. No time. I was like, they're on. And I rocked out and I was like, yeah, my, my jeans are wet, but I got to power through this thing and yeah. give my all to this concert. But they're, they so, were going to get wet anyway yes, with all the jumping and, and right. mayhem that happens yeah. at a Weezer show. So then I leave, the show ends, I'm walking out in the lobby and my pants are course are just soaked and then my friend's like what happened i was like i gotta go i gotta go and i just like ran out because now i am exposed now it's like what happened we you need to tell us what happened so there oh there's goodness. that story and you had to change your clothes i mean no. i went straight back to the i i went to my car and i like took those pants and like just got rid of them and went back to the dorm Oh, you were local. That's right. That's right. You were yeah, local. This so was in Nashville. Yeah. You, 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 man, I just cannot believe that. I mean, you know, I, as you know, I'm a huge Queen fan. I've never seen him in concert. Obviously, Freddie died long before I was able to even think about going to a Queen show. I, right. I'm sure that if, if it came down to it and I, and I had those front row tickets for Queen, I'm sure I'd do the same thing, but I've never had to, and I'd like to think I would have felt the pressure on the inner wall of my bladder on my way into the arena. Yeah. Uh, and, and here's it. Most people, when they hear that story in real life, they think, there's no band that I would do that yeah. for. And I'm like, that's the correct answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the, yeah, I mean, I think it does speak to how much you love, uh, not, not, not just Weezer, but music. Right. Yeah, why and why is that? Why does why do you love music so much? Oh man, that is such a good question. And I think that I love music because um, it it says whether it's the the actual music, like the actual like instrumentation that's happening, the 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 beats that have been put together. Like for some people, it depends on the artist for me. But sometimes, like I just sonically like. It does something to my soul that nothing that reading a book doesn't do, that um, that a conversation with a friend doesn't do. It can music for me at least can chill me out, can hype me up, can provide the extra like energy that I need to to finish a paper or yeah. finish a, a talk that I'm gonna do. It um. It provides a, a great uh, ambiance and a space if the right band's playing to provide other conversation to happen as an accompaniment. Yeah. And so, like, to me, I love sonically what it happens. And I just love, like, hearing stories and hearing this, 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 uh, these artists, these, these songwriters put together words that hit me in a way that I didn't know I could have been hit. Mm-hmm. And it's like, they don't know me, they don't know my story, and they don't know the journey that I've been living in, but yet that song, that that chorus, that verse is saying exactly what I've been feeling, but I haven't had the words to say. And part of it is, is I think that those of us that work in ministry or any kind of like, um, or if you work in counseling or if you work in spiritual direction or you work in any kind of thing, you work with people, social work, is that sometimes our job is to like, help people find the words that they can't find otherwise. And I think that's what music does for me. It helps. It gives me the words. I'm like, I don't know how to express this. And this, you know, and I think about Queen, it's like even a simple line, it's like, we are the champions. Like, yeah, that's what I'm feeling. 
mm-hmm. feeling that, and that mm-hmm. sonically matches my feeling mm-hmm. of what's happening right now. I did win this game. We are the champions. Yeah. I'm on top of the world. I want to p- drive my windows down and turn this up as loud as I can possibly bear it because I'm that like hyped for this moment. And it's like nothing else can do that yeah. for for at least for me and what I think. And I get it. Some people like just don't have any interest in music the way that I love music. But for me, like it is, it's, I, I couldn't imagine life without it. I just couldn't imagine life without it. Would you, would you choose music over uh, visual storytelling, like TV oh. and movies? If, if you, if you had to give up one for the rest of your life, <sighs> does I, music win? I think so. I, I hate it's tough. It's tough. It's a it's really close, but yeah, I think so. It's hard for everybody when, no. when faced with that question. That's no. a question I love to ask teenagers because those those all it's all meaningful to them. Um, you're you're on Spotify. Yeah. What's your Spotify name? Uh, is it, my, I mean, can, do you share it on the podcast? Can you tell us? Oh, sure, I can tell you. It's <clears> it's. Uh, I don't mind sharing it. It's an open it's an open profile. My uh, I was, I'm often thinking. I think yeah, it's just. Patrick Cordell Chappelle. It's Cordell my whole with name. two L's. Patrick yeah. Cordell Chappelle. Yeah. And if we find you on Spotify, is there a playlist that you have that you're just so proud of that you think <laughs> this is a person will get to know me, Patrick, oh. and my musical heart if we listen to this playlist? I don't think there is because I want to go listen to it. I, I, I know I follow a, a, one or two of your Weezer playlists, but but is there a playlist that's like Here's who Patrick is. Yeah, that that's a really good that's a really good thought. I would say that in some ways, like that's what the year in reviews have been for me. Like when you yeah, go the, to those the, like those the end year of the year podcasts, right? Yeah, or no, or, not I'm year, sorry, the Spotify. Yeah. yeah, those playlists. I feel like that gives a snapshot. At can least. I find the Patrick Cordell Chappelle year in review playlist? Is that uh, on Spotify for me? I can send it to you. I don't know I if thought, it's. I thought it was just for yeah. you. Like I think they do you, it for I think you. you have to send it to someone for them to okay. see the playlist. Um, I don't know if you can make it public. Yeah, send it to me. But I yeah, love that. and so like so. And here's the kind of music fan that I am. So for instance, if I go to a coffee shop or a restaurant today, um, or, or a retail store, I'm always listening to the music that's playing, always, because I'm always in discovery mode. I'm always wanting to find the next new song that's going to like really speak to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Um, some people go into restaurants and coffee shops and retail stores and don't even notice the music at all. I'm always noticing the music. Yeah. Cause I'm like, oh, this is really great. Like, this is a good soundtrack for this, this experience. Yeah, this venue or this yeah. restaurant. Yeah, this restaurant. This store. And at the same time, if I go into a coffee shop or and I'm sitting and we were having coffee or something like that, or we were at a restaurant eating a meal, and all of a sudden the music stops and there's no music playing, it makes it is very weird to me. Uh-huh. It's like, why is there no music playing? <laughs> what are we doing? Like, what's happening? Or did you fall asleep? Like, did the playlist end? Can we start another one? Like, I just don't. Yeah. I don't like it. But yeah. So, so all to say that is that <clears throat> I'm always using like Soundhound or, or Shazam. Yeah, to, to, to figure, the, out, to what's figure out what the song is, yeah. and even if I know the song, like I want it on that playlist. So then that way, it's like these are songs that I discovered or really liked while I was out. Because sometimes you can find an artist, an, an artist that you know, song 
in a new way because you're in a different space and that song plays yeah. and it's like, oh, this is great in yeah. this space. This worked really well. So Yeah, that's yeah. fun. I like that. Yeah. You're you're I uh I like music, but I, I don't I just don't have I don't feel it the way yeah, you I do. I feel it. I feel it so much. I love um, it. Looking back on two years of podcasts, um, are you know what? What are you proudest of? Two years ago, April first, you started this thing. Yeah, um, I'm very proud that. I mean, obviously, I've said this before, but you know, the fact that I got to interview um, my godmother mm-hmm. will be, you know, it's gonna be special. And it's special because, you know, she's 91. Wow. And so if you have a family member that's that old and, and you know that, like, time is limited. And I'm going to choke up talking about it. I didn't, I didn't even mean to do that. You just oprah me on my own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> This is, this is my podcast. <laughs> this, that, one is this, this one is yours. Is <laughs> that um, I will get to go back and listen to that over and over again. And it's awesome. <laughs> so. <laughs> so that is great. And what else is great? Um, I'm excited that I have. Um, got to be a platform for for people that I think are so interesting for them to be able to tell their stories. And that's that's the whole thing with the podcast. Like yeah. people are like, are you trying to be famous? Are you trying to do this, that? And it's like, if that happens, cool. Like, okay. But that's not why I'm doing this. I think that I think that everyone is interesting. I think everyone's story is fascinating and no one rarely do people think that when they're 16 or 17 years old and now when they're in their twenties or thirties, that this is where they would be in life. No one, that's right. No one gets that. Even college students who are in school right now. And I'd say to them, is life happening? How you thought it was going to happen when you were 15 years old? No, I didn't think I was going to go to this university. I didn't think I was going to be this major. I think I was going to find the person that is now going to be love of my life, my freshman year, you know, my sophomore year, my junior year. So it's just so interesting to me. And, and, and I just find people interesting and I'm glad that I've been able to, to showcase that. And, and sure, I would love to, to interview like all of these famous people. They'd be so amazing. But also I think that the, the most, quote unquote ordinary people are also some of the most interesting people. And sure, that person did a very interesting thing and 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 are are on a particular platform. But this person has been living a life and has learned so many amazing lessons along the way. And now we get to record that and that gets to be on the internet forever. Yeah. So cool. I I, I love that. And I I uh when you started this and and you were you talked about doing it for a while before you actually got it off the ground because it, it takes a lot of a yeah. lot of work to get it done yeah. to get it started to get the the you know equipment to do it and then to figure out all the the you know feeds and things and 
and we talked and I just I I remember thinking it's going to work because you what you want to do with it is you want to have a con- you want to enjoy the conversation you're having yeah. with people. You know uh when you when you get in this setting it gives you an opportunity to go places with someone that you wouldn't normally go and you, and and the time is intentional, so you've blocked it off. Nothing can get in the way. I mean, you and I aren't—we're not about to look at our phones right, right now. Right, right. And so every guest, you're getting—you're getting their undivided attention. Um, so if there's a new listener or, or some someone who's stumbled on the podcast and this is the first one they listened to, right. or or they've they've just started listening. Where you know what what two or three or four podcast guests would you say, you know you got to go back and hear this one or or you know and and uh, or a moment where you just thought you know he, here's here's a moment in the last two years that'll give you a sense of what we've been doing on the Patrick podcast. Yeah, that's really good. Um, it goes without saying that you should listen to the episode that you and I do because it's a. It's a really good episode. But the one with Mildred Kelly, that's my godmother. That's a great one. Rob Bell, that's a, a really good one, too. Um, I would say I interviewed Lindsey Krinks, for, you know, mm. and, and this is in the first year. Uh, that episode is fantastic. Honestly, you know, as, <laughs> as spicy as the two of us can be on, from time to time, any episode with me and Wes Hartline is likely a good episode, no matter what we're talking about. And what's great about Wes and I is that, you know, we are dear friends, but there are some friends that you're dear friends with and you agree on everything just yeah. about. Yeah. And there's other friends to where you agree on, on a lot of things, but you also disagree on on quite yeah. a bit of things too. And Wes and I have, have we disagree well. I think, and we, which is a lost which is, art. Yes, <laughs> it's a lost art. We've lost it's, the ability to disagree well yeah. in this country. Yeah, yeah. So, so keep going. You disagree yeah. well. Yeah, we disagree well, and so I think that we always. It's always. And he's such a wonderful conversationalist, and so the two of us have really good conversations because we both love having conversations, and we see the world very differently. Um, in, in some ways we see it alike and in some ways we, we're kind of like, yeah, we get that, but that's, but that's true of, of anyone, yeah. like of even your closest friend is like, we don't see exactly eye to eye on everything, but we do for most of the things. But Wes and I, uh, is great. Um, I'm trying to think about at one more, I think the episode with, uh, Ethan Summers is really great episode that happened this past, uh, this past year, um, or this kind of last year that we did that. Uh, and then one more I would throw out, um, I would say maybe Sean Palmer, Derek McCarthy. I don't know, man. I, I'm just, now I'm just listing yeah, everybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now I'm listing everybody who's on the podcast. It's like, I, I seriously, people. So, so here, here is what I would say to the listener. If you're new or if you're, or if you're kind of in, you know, you drop it every now and then is. I know that it's tough to do this, but trust me, every episode is a good episode. Yeah. I know that you may not know every person, but that's what when you know, Ben Carpenter, who writes our show notes, he tries to do a really good job on, on giving you a snapshot of what the episode is like. 
So even if you don't know the person, you can say, okay, I kind of maybe understand what yeah. this episode is going to be about. I'll give it a try. Because I guarantee if you just give it a try, you're going to be like, man, yeah. that was really good. And, it, and because we're just so wired, those of us that listen to podcasts, to just go to, because I do it, on people who are really famous, who have big, you know, Conan O'Brien or Dak Shepard or, uh, or, or Pete Holmes. I'll just like, we'll scroll through and like, oh, you interviewed Pete, you interviewed Aaron Rodgers. I want to listen to that episode. Yeah. And then, oh, that comedian, I don't want to hear that. It's like, but I know that it's what's true for me, it's true for them, is that it's probably a really good it's episode. It's a great conversation. And yeah. I just need to like trust the host yeah. that if I liked one episode, I guarantee this person yeah. is going, because if anything, my job is to be, a, a curator of conversation. It's yeah. like these are the yes. people that, and I think anyone that does a podcast, like that's what they're that's what they're aiming to do. Is you know, you may not know all of my hosts, you may not know all of my guests, but trust. But can you trust my curation? Uh-huh. The one you didn't listen to, did you like that one? And can you trust my curation moving forward? That's so good. I hope you can. Do you think your conversations experiment here all those years ago? helped you disagree well a and b led to some of what's happened on the podcast yeah i mean when did you first start doing conversations and and if you if if you don't know listener what i'm talking about patrick who joined staff here in 11 oh i think 2011 i think this is your 10th year um patrick this is eight nine years ago started doing a class called conversations that was designed to get people talking about things you knew they would disagree on yeah and and so, why do you think you dis? How do you, how do you, how do you think you disagree? Well, what role did that play in helping you do that? And you know, how can we disagree well? Well, yeah, I think part of it is like I start every debate if I have a debate or disagreement with with one fundamental truth. I like this person. Like I don't dislike you. You can say. I have had the wildest things said to me in my life because I've worked in so many different places in my life. I worked at a Walmart. I worked at a movie theater. I worked in restaurants. I worked retail. I've done construction. I've done all of this, all these different kinds of things, which have taught me, like, I'm fine with most people. Like, so I want I can disagree, disagree with you. The, the reality is that can you, can you hold the tension? Because we don't yeah. like... Tension. It's we just don't. like, just just sit with the tension. Like it's gonna be okay, because like you still can like each other and not agree with one another, and and that's really hard to do for me. I know that's incredibly hard. I'm not saying that's really. I'm not saying that's easy. But I love it because it's like okay, we can, we can, and, and Twitter has really hurt us. Social yes. media has hurt us because we can sit behind our keyboards right. and go back and forth. Versus we don't like, have to be together, right? Because even if I'm together, I'm going to uh, my my disagreement with you in person is going to feel different than if I'm typing on my phone or on my on my right. laptop or my computer. It's just gonna it's just gonna be different. And so, yeah, I think that the series that I started here, conversations, which you know, which was birthed out of a, let's just talk about things that we don't agree with. B, you know, a local church should be the place we talk about the most. Yeah, that's right. Like a, a a spicy, hot topic, whatever it is. Like we should be the space where all of that happens. 
Like that should be naturally. You should be like, oh yeah, we talk about that in the local church. Like, but if anything, we have moved collectively speaking, we've made these places sterile to where we don't talk about anything. And then people are like, you don't talk about the things that actually matter right. in life. You're talking about other things. And it's like, well, no, we can talk about those things. And that's okay to disagree because like, I like you. And it's and, and it and even if we decide like at the end, because I think too, we we have a we have a weird understanding of like what does it mean to be in a relationship with people? I think sometimes like we think everybody is supposed to be my most intimate friend. So you can still be a friend and you just exist on one of the outer bubbles. Right. And maybe I don't spend all my time with you, but there's the times that we hang out and that's okay. But like, am I gonna are we gonna road trip together? Maybe not. Are are you know, are you gonna be coming to my, you know, very limited, you know, numbered birthday party? Maybe not. But like, can we go to in a big group setting and hang out? Yeah, absolutely. And we're probably gonna have a fun conversation. We're probably getting a little disagreement, but then like, all right, hey, that was yeah. I, well, that was fun. And uh, I guess I'll talk to you later, you know. And and that's okay, but I think people want to at the end of a disagreement want either you to come to my side or I have to come to your side. And I think that sometimes, not in all cases, sometimes it's like, that's where you're at and that's where I'm at. And you know what? It's okay this round. And maybe next time one of us moves closer to the other side, but maybe not. And, and, but if anything, you understand, if anything, we understand each other. And I think that's what happens is that we have the chance to understand the, uh, the opposite side of something more because we have that those those conversations that are hard. It's like it's not that I changed my mind, but now I understand why someone would think that way. Yeah. And that helps me in being in relationship yeah. with others. So yeah. I, I, I want to ask you about your new role. It, you know, I want to ask you about about so many things, but I, I, I know we don't we have a limited amount of time and I and I have to ask this. And I don't know where this will take us. I'll just let you go. When, when in, to, in 2020, yeah. uh, when George Floyd was killed, yeah. the country started burning, yeah. protests were happening everywhere, social media was going bonkers, and I'm guessing everybody, I, 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 here's what I want to ask you, yeah. how many, for how many people like me I'm I'm a white friend of yours. How many people like me are are you the best black friend for? You're you're my best black friend. Yeah. And and we've been we are very close and I, and yeah. we've known each other for many many years, decades. Um and I and I reached out to you to say can I ask you some questions? I, I need help here. Yeah. I'm, I'm feeling some things I want to, and I want to figure them out with you mm-hmm. guiding me. Yeah. And as I reached out to you, I think I said, I have no idea how many people are texting you this exact same thing, but I need you. Yeah. you know, I'm curious to know how many people needed you like that. And, and you know, what do you want to say about that and and how that can change or why that must change or whether that will change or yeah. or any of it yeah um so I, I you know i've never spent a lot of time like truly thinking about that um and what i mean is how many of my friends am i 
their best black friend. Um, it's probably a lot. Um, and it's not to say that I, you know, and I've got friends who are white, who are black, who are Asian, who are uh, Mexican, who are, you know, just you know, in the larger Latina X, like, oh, you know, I have lots and lots of different kinds of friends, males and females and all of that and all of that. Um, yeah, I think it's, it would, it would probably be, <laughs> I don't know how I would, I don't know what I would think about if, if I actually knew the number. It'd be interesting. Um, I mean, when I reached out, <laughs> yeah, it would be interesting. Did it? Did you like it? Were you glad? Did oh. it bother you? I mean, did it, I know it burdened you? I know it did. It, it had to have. So I guess it, it's so interesting, right? It is. It's. It, and 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 I will speak for Patrick Chappelle, black man Patrick Chappelle. I will not speak for all black people. Not my job and and not my role, not my place. What I'll say is it is um it's interesting because you're you're in some ways burdened, some black people were, by the amount of their white friends who reached out to them. But you also were thankful because at least they reached out. Because then you had other friends whom whom you never heard from like ever and and who have never once like you know spoke to the fact that man aren't you I bet you're experiencing the world so differently than yeah. I experienced the world now some people do that because they find that to be the most respectful thing for them to do it's like, I don't want, I, I'm sure, it's just something like, I'm sure you're burdened by that, right? So I'm not going to speak to that, yeah, right? right. And if you want to talk to I don't to want to overburden it, I want to overburden it. Yeah. So, so if you want to talk about it, yeah. I, I hope that you know, it's the, it's the, again, yeah. this is what they're assuming that you understand. Right. I hope that you know that you can come talk to me. That, and that is true. Uh, but then there's probably others who don't reach out because they don't think it actually matters or is real or is all that important mm -hmm. and what you don't want to get find yourself doing is rolling through your rolodex and trying to say who who is on which side of that yes. and there's other sides too it's not gonna do that's you not gonna do good. any good to anybody right so it, it it's it's a it's double edge right like it's uh it's great but it was also like a lot you know and and too like everyone um, that reached out didn't get the same. Everyone didn't get the same response, nor that everyone asked the same kind right, of thing. Right. And so it, it you know, it kind of just was person by person on like how I was interacting with them post um, the George Floyd, um, you know, murder execution. However, you know, there's, there's so many different ways lynching the way to talk about it. Um, but yeah. It's really, I, I still don't think people, I don't know if we still get it, like, like racism is a thing. Mm -hmm. And, and until we recognize it, racism is a thing, prejudice is a thing, 
bi- having bias is a thing. Like we we all find ourselves wrapped up in one of those, and until we are are, are you know aware and honest with ourselves, we're gonna continually find ourselves in these kinds of 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 horrific situations, and and I don't know. I don't know if because it's like oh the next generation. Well, friends, like those of you who are around my age or in your late 30s, like we're supposed to be those people. And here we are again. Those of you who are in your 40s, you were supposed yeah. to be that generation. And here we are again. Like, so when are we going to stop saying the next generation is going to be the one that really like that was. That was the 60s folks. Yeah. Right. Look at we're, we're not there. And I don't know. It's I don't and I don't know. That's then that may be the 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 most honest thing I can say is I don't know if if anything will truly change. I think we all I think we do see changes happening, but not as great as we would hope for them to be. But I I guess that's what um what I would say about that. And 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 part of it is just like I, what I think is more disappointing for me, if anything. And I think was my a lot was true for a lot of black folks, and and is for me a lot of things when it comes to some of these like topics, these hot issues and these hot topics is um, those people who say that they're Christ followers are sometimes the most resistant to recognizing they need to change and to be about actively changing. Mm-hmm. And it's those that have thrown off that title of Christ follower who tend to be more willing to embrace a more inclusive, open, loving, supportive, you know, justice approach to living. And that's, that's sad. That's really confusing to former youth groupers who get out in college and beyond and and start to put that together and yeah. to do that math that's a very disorienting yeah reality for them um well i i, I of course you know i i love you and i'm thankful for the role you have played and are playing in my life and i i i you know we're not you know i'm not there yet and and i'm i don't know you know it's finding the finding the way forward is is so so tough i think we i think one thing that you and i agree on is we we got to find it together yeah we've got to find the way forward together people do and I'm, i'm not talking about just the church or just you know christians i'm talking about People do have to find the way forward together. Um, yeah, it it uh, and aware yeah. and awareness goes a, whole, a long way. I think being aware and, and awareness goes a long way. And that and just simply being aware, like being present and aware, can take you so far. Um, and I think that I think that's what we need. We need more awareness. Because I think for some people, once they once they have a realization of like, oh, yeah, I've been guilty of filling the blank. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. 
my family has been wrapped up in that. Oh man, my friends are like that. Mm-hmm. That awareness can do can do some miraculous things. Yeah. And my hope is that we just all become more and more aware. Like awareness is a beautiful gift. And the hope is that we can keep that gift of awareness, keep that gift of presence, because present living, aware, aware like awareness kind of living can can lead to some beautiful places. I don't think it's guaranteed, but I think that it can. Is is there a secret to being aware? To being present? I mean, I hear you talk about this every time we go to the beach. It's the last event we do for our grads, yeah. and you and I partner in an event yeah. where they're sort of in between youth group and the college ministry, the young adult ministry. And and every year you take time every day to remind them to be aware. So I, I know this is one of your favorite things oh, to talk yeah. about. What's the secret? To awareness. So I, I think that we all we all have experienced it, obviously. We have moments of where we've been fully aware and present to a moment that we're in. Um, and we equally have been in moments where the the event ended, the the vacation came to a close, and you get back into the next week and you're like, what just happened? Mm. I don't remember anything really. Because you're you were your mind was somewhere else. Your you you were and I think that we don't understand like the power of our minds to take us places that are not where where we ought to be. Yeah. Like we get so bogged down with like the the next thing. Like so many of us are worried about like the the thing that's gonna happen next fall, next next year, the next this, two this years, coming the, this coming summer, mid June, mid June. It's like, and what happens is that your, your mind is doing this racing and, and, and going into these kind of imaginary scenario scenarios, but your body is still moving through, through life now. now. Yeah. yeah. And so, and you still like show up and you do the emails and you kind of have these moments where you're dipping into like, you answer the email or you take the phone call or you answer the text message. But then you like, drive to the place. You drive you, you, to the place. You, yeah. You yeah. realize, oh, I just drove somewhere. <laughs> and it's like, what? What? I don't remember. Like, how do I get here? I don't remember <laughs> really paying it's attention. It's like the movie Click, you know, yeah. with, with Adam Sandler, where yeah. you, you just kind of fast forward through that stuff, skip yeah. over it almost. So I, I think a, a big part of it is just like, is breathing. And, 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 and I think once you've experienced it, once you've experienced real uh, awareness and presence, say, okay, that's what it's like. I'm experiencing right now. Let me sit with this. I'm fully here. So when I catch myself drifting, it's like, okay, let me catch myself. And let me breathe. Let me pause. And let me just kind of like get a sensory of like, what all is happening in this space right now? What am I doing? What's my body doing? What's this space? What's up in this space right now? You don't have to, and sure, this is going to be something that, that becomes what is happening. That's your dialogue now. Mm-hmm. Your dialogue isn't, oh man, I still got to go do this and got to go this. I still need to go grocery shopping. I haven't done the laundry yet. I need to fold those clothes. Oh man, I hope that, that they come and repair the sink. Uh, I need to call the sink people. And, yeah. and then before you know it, the day ends and you're like, oh, what did I do today? How was, how was the rest of the day? Yeah. 
So that was what I would say. Breathing, pausing as best you can. Because once you've experienced it and once you've tasted it, and, and it's, it's like so many things in our lives. Once we taste something, experience something, it's so much easier to uh, try to get back there because it's like, oh, that, that was it. But when you find it, when you experience it, like stay in it as long as you can because it will, it will fade away. What, what, what you just said about noticing what you're experiencing as you're experiencing it versus thinking, think, letting your mind race to think about what's next is so simple. Yeah. It's so simple. That's it. You know, I, I, uh, man, I just challenged a listener to do that. Um, and, and it might be easier to do it. I think it is easier to notice when you're at a super high, high, right. like, like the Weezer concert where yeah. you're the, you know, you're looking around and there's lights and there's thousands of people sharing and enjoying this moment or the super low lows yeah. where, where you're dealing with a pain and you can feel the pain so acutely. And until, you know, if you can resist the urge to medicate or resist the urge yeah. to, to try and numb that pain. And of course, I'm talking about more than just physical pain now, but but just recognize it, it may be easier than just the daily. And right. I think that's, you're talking about applying to every day, all yeah. the time, even the normal moments, yeah. the kind of sensory awareness that we would normally have at our highest or our lowest. And that's not difficult to do. It's just, it's, it's your brain. You right. can just do it. You that's can right. just do it right now, wherever you are, as you're listening to this podcast, just notice where you are and stop thinking about all the other stuff and just be aware. That's really simple. It's just not easy. Not easy. Yeah. Um, now you, you got to go yeah, soon. I gotta go How soon, many minutes do we have before we have- you leave? I think we've got maybe five. Can we do quick hitters? You know, sure. you always ask the guests. Well, yeah, wait, do you well, want to come up with your own quick hitters? Well, you wanna... well I mean, don't you want to answer your own <laughs> no, questions? No, I don't, I what, don't what, want you, to. You, what do you always ask? Uh, your, your favorite book you would recommend? Isn't that one of them? Or Yeah, that's true. I do ask that question. Yeah, so do you have okay. a book or two that you, you All right, know, so that everybody book, should read? Everybody should read Awareness by Anthony DeMello. Which is oddly enough, what we've been talking about near the end here. Um, I would say that that's a book to listen to um, or or read. And then I would also say, mm, man, I would say that Everything Belongs by Richard Rohr. I would say I, I um, knew Rohr was going to make the list. It <laughs> <laughs> was so obvious. Patrick's still and, sore that I, that I he and that I he and I have not made our trip to visit Richard. We Rohr. could interview him for your podcast and mine. I, yeah, I know he um, still owes me an interview. Yeah, and I would say uh, then I would also add. I'm going to put um, a Rob Bell book on there, and I'm going to probably put um, How to Be Here. Lots of present, <laughs> lots of present reading. Yeah, how to be of, here? Uh, that's how I've got one here. One of your people. hobbies. One <laughs> yeah. of my hobbies. Yeah. Uh, so that book, and then I'm going to give you a non, yeah. uh, kind of a non kind of Christiany book for, um, for those that are looking for other. Oh, kind good of- non Christian book. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Which is so fun. Like, I mean, you can anybody would love those books, and so um, you can find life out of those books. But I would say, uh, really, any anything by Chuck Klosterman is fantastic. He's written um, um, "I Wear uh, the Black Hat," 
which is about villains, which is such a wonderful book. I would say Talking to Strangers by Malcolm Gladwell, yeah. one of his newest books, fantastic. Um, and I would also say one of my favorite books that I've recommended when it comes to like talking about blackness is uh, Who's Afraid of Post-Blackness by Tori. And that book is really good. And I don't want to spoil it, but I will I, I'll say this. I'm, I'm going to say it. So the, the, one of the big themes of that book, or one of the big messages of that book, there's a lot of good things, but one of the messages is however many black people there are in the world is that many different ways to be black. Mm-hmm. And so, and then I would expand that to say however many white, white guys, yeah. white women, black women, Asian, you know, Hispanic, whatever. There's that many different ways to be that. And we, and we must free ourselves from thinking that, oh, you're... Huge category. Yep. It's so, all like this. Yep. Let's stop that. Okay. That's great. Yeah. Now, didn't you ask one about celebrities, like alive or dead, that you'd want to spend an afternoon oh, with or yeah, something? Oh, yeah, 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 But I don't I remember have. how you asked I it. I saw but you going on a road trip. Who yeah, was you, you going so on a road trip So you're on a road trip. Yeah. Give us a couple of people. <laughs> Who's in the car with you? Besides me, Oh, yeah, besides obviously. you. Yeah, because yeah, you would want to drive, and that's great. Um, so that'd be, that'd be good. We'll go far. We would go far. Yeah. Um, who else would I put in? Who else? I mean, obviously, I want to put someone that is no longer with us. I think that'd just be so, so much fun. Um, you know what? Um, I, ah, oh, oof. I can't believe you didn't prep for this. I know. You've had two years. But I've been thinking about question. so many people <laughs> that would be great. Honestly, so kind of a, um, a you know, family related, I would probably choose my grandmother oh. who's passed away because I think it would be so yeah. great to talk to her now as an adult like i you know she she passed away when i was in college so i was like gaining yeah. this kind of sense of yeah. like understanding everything um or more things so i would love to have her on the trip famous people you know um man oh, oh shoo i'm uh, uh <laughs> uh, I wish I, the listeners could oh, see this. Jeez, <laughs> I, I, um, Patrick, Patrick's about to pee his pants. I am about, yeah. I, <laughs> I, 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 I just, um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who I would. Who else would? I mean, because like you, you think about all the the standard people. Like, do you put MLK? Do you do Malcolm X? Um, do you do uh, some type of? Of of author, I would say James Baldwin. James, James Baldwin, Baldwin would be a fun. It would be an interesting conversation to have James Baldwin in the car. <laughs> like that'd be so wild. I would want to do that, and I would want. Um, oh, yeah. I don't know. That's. <laughs> I don't know who else I would put in the car. I really don't know. I your re- grandmother, James Baldwin, <laughs> and me. And- that's a book. Uh, is there? Do we have time for another one? Well, or we, one we knew one more. Uh, I, I, I'm trying you to remember. Whatever one that, whichever one you want. Why don't you give a final? Uh, oh well, one of them's a, a great quote. Didn't you ask about a great, a great quote? Yeah, so one of your favorite quotes. Yeah, favorite quote. And by the way, I, I just recently stumbled on. An amazing quote by a guy named Ashley Brilliant. This gives you time to think. Yeah. Who said, if you can't learn to do it well, 
learn to enjoy doing it badly. That Ooh. has become one of my favorite quotes. Now it doesn't work, you know, for instance, if you're, if you're, you know, uh, diffusing a bomb, you know, or, 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 or driving, you know, children to school in a bus or something. That would but, not be. Yeah. But, you know, I, I do a lot with parenting and, and obviously teens are growing up and they're trying to learn how to live life. And it's kind of like, if you, okay, you're going to fail at some stuff, but you can at least learn to enjoy failing at the thing that you're trying to do. Uh, you can enjoy this life as you live it. And, and, you know, by the way, you're, you can't do it perfectly. So you might as well enjoy uh, learning to enjoy doing it badly. I love that. Okay, so a great, give us a great quote, Patrick. A, a favorite aphorism of yours. Yeah. Um, your job is, is the relentless pursuit of who God made you to be. And anything else you do is sin and you need to repent of it. Your job is the relentless, relentless pursuit, pursuit of who God made you to be. Of who God made you to be. And anything else is sin and, and you, you need, need to repent. repent. Relentless pursuit of who God made you to be. Another great quote. That's good. Be joyful. That was by Rob Bell. Be joyful even though we have considered all the facts. Wendell Berry. Oh, Wendell Berry's good. Yeah. Be joyful even though we've considered all the facts. And then uh, a paraphrase Richard Rohr quote, which I've used a lot, which is, um, you know, if we don't transform the pain in our lives, we will surely transmit it. Mm. And so will you do the work of transforming your pain for good? Will you transform it so that it can become a, 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 a womb that you can talk about freely and help others walk through the same kind of pain? Or will you not do the work of transforming the pain and just transmit that yeah. onto other people? Yeah. Put other people through the, the same, same kind pain. of pain. So That's great. we'll do those. Those are good. Those are good. Patrick, it's been a joy having yes. you on the podcast. <laughs> Thank you for joining us today. Ladies and gentlemen, Patrick Cordell Chappelle. Two years. We did it. All right. Man, two years of podcast. It is not. It is so hard to get people to agree to do this and to find time in their Please schedule. Please agree to do the show. I cannot believe you've been doing this for two years, man. Yeah. Congrats to you. Thank you. Congrats Thank to you. you. This is me. I'm doing a thumb clap here. Perfect. Well, thanks for... Thanks, Rubio. This was great. And thank you for listening. Love you, dude. See you. Peace.